This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 292, baby. Oh, yeah. In today's episode, I speak to the Hellraiser. Yes, he is back and he is raising hell again. And we play a bit of this or that. If you don't know what that is, don't worry. You will find out very soon in the episode. But in other news, there is going to be some disruption now for the podcast because Baby R&R number two is supposed to be arriving on Wednesday this week. Everything being well. So I'm going to take a break for a couple of weeks for obvious reasons, I think. Do I need to explain why I need to take a break? I don't think so. So there will be no podcasts for a about two weeks-ish, unless you are in the R&R family, the membership area will, where there will be a few more podcasts. And of course, in the membership area, there are more than 1,000 old episodes to go back and listen to. So if you would like to listen to 1,000 exclusive episodes, go to rockandrollenglish.com and then click become a member. If not, as I said, a few weeks and then there will be another podcast where probably I will talk to one of my friends about the birth of baby R&R number two. So make sure you don't miss that one. But in the meantime, here is the episode with the Hellraiser. I will talk to you all again at the end. Happy listening. Hellraiser, how are you today? Pretty good, Mark. Good. How are you? Always fantastic, Hellraiser. Always fantastic. Although I must admit a little uneasy because of your poor internet connection. We're doing this without video and I like to keep my eyes firmly on you for the whole time of the podcast just to see what you're doing. I'm still convinced you're not wearing headphones and the editing process is going to be a million times more difficult for me now. So a bit uneasy. Well, let's hope so. It's just be like playing a podcast roulette. And I'm under, it's understandable that you'd want to look at me. And I'm wearing my um, my merch, my merchandise from uh, Rock and Roll English. See, I obviously gave that to you on a night out recently when we met up over Christmas, which we spoke about on a family podcast where I was telling Corporal Coma about it. And I was sure that you had lost that T-shirt on the night out. So I'm very happy to hear that you still have the Rock and Roll English T-shirt. Oh, I lost my mind, but not the T-shirt. That's the main thing. <laughs> Absolutely. So anyway, Hellraiser, how do we usually start the show? Reviews. Yes. Do you think we have a review? I hope so. Yeah, I think, I think we do. We do because... Recently, in the last episode, I read a fantastic review from a new R&R family member who is from Mexico. And when I clicked on Mexico on iTunes, I found another one from 2018, which I'm pretty sure I haven't read out before. But if <laughs> if I've read it out before, who cares? OK. And it says, what a magnificent podcast. Five stars by Clau Sylvia. 
30th of September 2018, so very recent, and it says, This podcast is bound to be my fave. You get great amounts of laughter, dope content, and it's just awesome how it fits ideally on my day-to-day basis. Just like Martin, I commute by bike, and along with it goes rock and roll English. Their sarcastic comments is just my type of humour. Keep it up. Boom shakalaka. So thanks for that amazing review. So yeah, I don't go to work by bike anymore. I spend all day wearing basically my pyjamas. So those were the days. Things have gotten a lot worse for you in those five years, haven't they? It's been a steady (laughs) decline. Every time you're on the podcast, Hellraiser, you just talk about how terrible my life is and how it's getting worse and worse by the day. It's a, it's a difficult subject to avoid. It's like the elephant in the room. The fold-up bicycle in the room, but which you don't have yeah. anymore. <laughs> I, mean, I, come, I come away from these podcasts just like... When I walk downstairs, Mrs. R and R will say, "Oh, who did you record with?" And I think she knows now because I kind of had my head down after a recording session with you, because it just <laughs> makes me realise how terrible my life is. <laughs> but good, I mean, good uh, time capsule though. So she's or whoever it was said uh, it's a dope, which we haven't, which yeah. we don't really use that anymore since 2018. And I think 2018 was <laughs> when I started appearing on the podcast, so it's. It's uh, yeah, mate, five years, man. Wow. Five years. Wow, exactly. It's amazing how, how, how quickly someone can uh, decline. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were saying that in 2018 that I was declining anyway. So <laughs> Madness. <laughs> exactly. So let's actually finally get to the show where mm. we've got an interesting show today, Hellraiser, where we are playing This or That. Have you ever played this before? I don't not I don't think so. Okay. It's it's not so complicated. I say two things, you say which you prefer. Okay? So if I say cat or dog and you like dogs, what do you say? Dogs. There we go. That's called an ICQ instruction checking question. Okay? This is what it's known as in the industry of language teaching. So there's a little tip. That is that is fascinating. Thank you. You are welcome. So you've understood the concept. So now we're going to dive in straight to this really complicated game. Okay, so give someone a high five or a handshake, which is better. (laughs) That's what you're going to say, hand job. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you meet someone for the first time. So just so everyone knows, again, hand job is you you masturbate someone for someone wank someone off as another term you could use so yeah that's a that's a lovely way to say hello nice to meet you just open their trousers and it's a unique greeting um yeah probably uh first time it would probably be a hand uh, shake mm. See, yeah, that's the standard, isn't it? But I think we should move to the high five just because it Mm. just brings good energy. It's more enjoyable than the handshake. There's none of that competition of who can shake the hand the hardest. So I'm a high five man. You're a high fiver. 
Yeah, and also you don't get that. You know, some people have, and uh, you know, no, uh, no offense to them, but some people have very sweaty hands and sweaty, limp hands, and you just don't want that in your own hand, do you? No, good. you don't. Anyone in particular you're thinking of that has hands like that? I didn't. I don't know. <laughs> people. There are yeah. people. There are people. Right. I've got a funny feeling that you're thinking of me in this exact moment, but <laughs> the, whatever. I, I, I think that's that's your that's, that's your own um, that's your own mind playing tricks on you. I wasn't actually thinking about you. It's just my anxiety because <laughs> I hate myself because my life's so bad <laughs> and declining. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not only is it bad, it's actually getting worse. <laughs> No end in sight. For, thanks for highlighting that. So I just said my life's so bad, and then you very kindly added and declining. So fantastic, right? So anyway, I think we've cleared that one up. So on mm. to the next one: breakfast or dinner? Oh, dinner. Dinner. See, I of the three meals of the day, dinner is my least favorite. My day starts with breakfast, the best one, then goes down a bit for lunch, which is good. But dinner, I've just got no time for. It's a waste of time. Oh, I could not disagree more. How can dinner be a waste? Your whole of the day is building up to the, you know, the ceremony, the the serving, <laughs> the pageantry. You were just telling me for your new top secret job that you often stay in a hotel and get room service on your own so that's the ceremony is it to get room service i mean i mean you can make of it what you will you obviously have you know a few candles around maybe uh <laughs> put some film soundtracks on and uh just just bed in for the night mm. sure see it just creates problems for digestion before going to bed it's does not it? for me at all. What are you eating for dinner? So, so many things I can't think of at the moment. <laughs> so, so many amazing things. Mrs. R&R is a bloody good cook. So it's but nothing you... against Mrs. R&R's cooking, by the way, oh, I just want uh, to say. I think that we're but... getting to the root of this, aren't we? You, <laughs> you, you have problems with what's being served to you and you make your own breakfast. Is that it? <laughs> I do actually make my own breakfast, but that's not the point, Hellraiser. You're putting words into my mouth here, okay? I thought this was going to be a pleasant question to be talking about my favourite meal, but it's it's gone a bit sour, so I think we should move on to the next one, okay? Me too. Which, Me too. which is a work trip or a normal holiday? What's best? Is that even a question? <laughs> of course, a normal holiday. I mean, anything with work in it is not going to be preferred, is it? Definitely holiday. That is true. But I must admit, at times when I had an employer and someone was willing to pay me for my services, um, I absolutely loved nothing more than a work trip because expenses were paid and it's just, it's such a great feeling of being in a hotel and eating what you want, drinking what you want, knowing someone else's pain. It's a great feeling. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. But going on holiday with people that you like 
to a place that you've chosen to go to, I think I, I'd go with. <laughs> there are benefits to that as well. Rather than going to Basingstoke and staying in a Premier Inn and eating <laughs> egg on toast. <laughs> yeah. Again, you do make a valid point there, but I just think again of that somebody else paying for it. Again, I remember even Christmas parties. They're another great example of that and having like four or five drinks at the same time. I had no intention of drinking them, of course, but <laughs> someone else was paying. So I thought I'll fill my booze. Oh, definitely for real. And you can go around and um, hustle the tickets from the, the non-drinkers and from the lower drinkers <laughs> and uh, increase your allowance if you wanted to. Yeah. That. If there is a limit at the some Christmas parties I went to, it was no no holds barred, so yeah, it was just an absolute free for all. So, oh yeah, again definite def, definite benefits there. Okay, so the next one: Instagram or Twitter? Instagram. Mm. Yeah, I have read that more intelligent people like Twitter, and that does make sense because people write stuff whilst on Instagram you just sort of flick through and think oh look there's a monkey wearing a hat it's more mindless isn't it yeah <laughs> <laughs> which I, I like yeah exactly less concentration is needed isn't it so and it, it's amazing how often for how long I can look at a monkey wearing a hat or someone crossing the road and falling over. It, there are some wonderful things there. It's timeless, isn't it? It's, I think it's just, you know, the people came and created the internet and they were like, wow, this is going to revolutionise society, science, uh, you know, humankind. That That is what they meant, that we could have endless streams of, you know, Monkeys falling over, dogs making funny noises. Absolutely. I think, yeah, that's right. That's been the biggest sort of advance of technology of these last sort of 20, 30 years, hasn't mm. it? Because before that, in the 90s, it was quite difficult to like get things on film, wasn't it? If, you know, someone fell over in the street. But with phone cameras, camera phones, I think is the term, actually, <laughs> Uh, so easy to get that so we've just got endless content these days exactly fuck flying cars so let's let's just watch stupid videos <laughs> absolutely so yeah definitely instagram there so here's an interesting one life in the fast lane so that obviously means like you're having a really exciting life and die young or life in the bus lane which means that you're not having a really exciting life and die old. What one are you going for, Hellraiser? Well, interesting one that I think that I've, you know, reached a, a fork in my life where I've done one of them and now looking for the bus lane. <laughs> you just turn off, turn off the motorway, get onto the bus lane and then see it out. <laughs> the problem is, so a lovely term there, to see it out. So just like let it finish just until the end. Let it go until the end. The problem is the damage that you have done to your car, Let's if we continue with this analogy, mm. in the mm. fast lane going at the speed you were going, how much far further is that car going to go before it stops working? 
car's not in good condition. Agreed. <laughs> but let's just see how long I can um, scoot across on the on the chair. <laughs> yeah, sounds like one of the cars that you used to get from your uncle quite a lot, who was called Uncle Swampy, I think. And I used to speak to you. You had a new car every week, and you said, for example, "Oh, well, I bought this from my from my uncle Swampy for." For fifty pounds, I think you actually bought a car once for fifty pounds, didn't you? <laughs> I did. I didn't call him Swampy. And yes, I did. It was a. I did buy a car for fifty pounds back in the back, back in the back in the day. That was still not a lot of money. And, uh... <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to say that was a lot of money in two thousand and nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, good car, good car. Uh, a funny story about that. I went away for the weekend, uh, came back, and the car wasn't there anymore. Um, there was just <laughs> a pile of uh, broken glass, and uh, it turned out that someone had come around the corner and just completely crushed into the car and uh, written it off. Right. Well, at least it only cost you £50, so you didn't lose very much. Exactly, yeah. Everyone won. <laughs> the, I mean, I must admit, I don't like spending a lot of money on a car but i do try to go a little bit higher than 50 pound you don't really like spending a lot of money on like full stop no i mean who does who who actually enjoys it yeah true um but speaking of this life in the fast lane kind of thing so i i would say i i've been in the middle lane for most of my life okay not fully in the bus lane and so recently, I've just been thinking, oh, you know, 40 next year, for example. So got to start thinking about the future. And I saw whilst just scrolling through Instagram and looking at pictures with monkeys with hats on, there was something about life insurance. And mm-hmm. then it said, click this, put your details there. Within a second, someone phoned me and having a conversation about life insurance was one of the most depressing things I think I've ever done. So she was basically saying, so if you die tomorrow, I was like, right. <laughs> okay. And she was saying, well, we need to think about your funeral. <laughs> I was thinking bloody hell a minute ago, I was looking at a picture of a monkey wearing a hat. Now I'm talking about my funeral. It's a trouble, isn't it? It's a trouble. Isn't it? She's <laughs> just saw it in your eyes that you're not far off it. If you've got the vibe for you that you're... <laughs> well, that, that was actually it. I thought, if I start paying for this, am I tempting fate? Will this now happen because I've got an insurance policy just in case I do die? <laughs> it, like God's choosing who to like, you know, who's going to go next and think, well, he's got an insurance policy, so he can yeah. go. Tick him off. He's gone. He's got nothing to do anyway. He's, he's wasted most of it. His life's declining anyway, and now he's got life insurance. So his his wife's going to get loads of money if he dies anyway. So let's just take him. Yep, he's ready. <laughs> he's ready. Um, but yeah, so in the end, I, I decided against it because that's the thing with insurance. It's kind of like, it's like a bet, isn't it? Or like a like gambling. It's, it's, a, it's a horrible thing, insurance. Gambling against your own uh, health and ability to stay alive. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. That's exactly what I was doing. And then in the end, I thought, no, you know what? 
I'm confident that I'll, I'll be alive for the next 10 years because that was that was the cheapest policy for the next 10 years. <laughs> so in the end, I just thought, I think I can do 10 more. <laughs> <laughs> so so you didn't get anything because you were confident that you weren't going to die in, in within a decade. I think that, I, I think that's pretty pretty reasonable assumption. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I'd be sad, but then, you know, maybe I maybe maybe I'd go first, who knows. Who knows, Hellraiser? Who knows indeed. But yeah, just so you know, definitely not recommended speaking to someone about life insurance, okay? It's not a nice conversation at all. They probably came out of it a bit depressed hearing about uh, your life as well. <laughs> <laughs> They ended up buying the insurance policy, not me. <laughs> you know what? Uh, you, you, you don't buy it. I, I'm going to sort myself out. This is. <laughs> okay, so that was me playing this and that with the Hellraiser. We continue this conversation in the members area in the Rock and Roll English family, where we also talk about a few more personal things about the time we met up at Christmas, actually New Year's Eve, the 31st of December, went for one beer and let's say it was more than one beer. So if you'd like to listen to that conversation, remember to become a member, rockandrollenglish.com, then click become a member. So let's have a look at the vocab from today. I said I'm a little uneasy at the beginning because I couldn't see the Hellraiser. So when you're uneasy, let's say you're not comfortable a bit worried then we had the review where it said the podcast is dope now that's i think american slang for like really cool fantastic and then the hellraiser started talking again about how rubbish my life is and he said it's the elephant in the room which is a lovely expression to say it's there everyone knows it's there why are we not talking about it? Okay, that's the elephant in the room. Then we had the word pageantry when the Hellraiser was talking about dinner and said the whole day builds up to the event, to the pageantry, which is basically a ceremony. And obviously that's what the Hellraiser has when he has dinner on his own in a hotel with room service. And talking about meals, I said it's gone a bit sour the conversation so not good not certainly how I wanted it to go then we were talking about work events and I said I fill my boots with free drinks so if you fill your boots it's you take everything that you can basically because they were free then we had again talking about the events I said some parties I went to it was no holds barred okay so that actually comes from wrestling which is a fight with no restrictions so think of that at a christmas party alcoholic drinks no restrictions take what you want and i said it was a free for all so free for all very disorganized let's say people just jumping in taking drinks then the hellraiser was talking about his life and saying he was in the fast lane now he's going to come off the motorway get in the bus lane and see it out to see it out now when you see something out it's let's say survive a period of time just to survive not really live and have fun just to survive again we have this in football a lot if you're winning 
1-0 or 1-0 and there are 20 minutes left, you just want to see it out. Nothing exciting to happen, just to survive the last 20 minutes. Then the Hellraiser told us that his car, his £50 car, had been written off. So when a car is written off, it basically means it cannot be repaired. Or you can write a car off, okay? Especially used for cars. Then the Hellraiser spoke about when I was talking to the woman about life insurance and said that the woman got the vibe that I wasn't far off death. So when you are far off something, well, not far off something, it means you're not far away from it. And I said, yes, if I start paying for this, am I tempting fate? So when you tempt fate, it means, will this actually happen now because I have life insurance. That is tempting fate. So that is all of the vocab. Remember, it's all on the show notes. So go to rockandrollenglish.com podcast episodes and you'll find it all there. I will talk to you all again in a few weeks ish. I can't give you a specific date at the moment because who knows how the next few weeks are going to go. And I suppose the next time I talk to you, I will be a father for the second time, which is pretty scary. But anyway, all part of the fun, isn't it? So I will talk to you all soon. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.